The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. For the past 20 years, you've enjoyed the refreshing tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. So in celebration of this milestone, we're bringing Baja Blast in stores nationwide. And for a limited time with every purchase of Baja Blast, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. 2024 is the year of Baja Blast. In stores now. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus. Subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 61524. Void where prohibited. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, here on the BetQL Network. Hey, Kevin Skull, Mark Drumheller, here with you, filling in for Nick and Ken. Mark, we just cruised through uh, so much NBA stuff, so time to move our attention to a little NFL um, well, first off, are you more of an NFL guy or a college football guy? It's a great Is question, right? A, just because I, I enjoy college football more. Um, and, I, you know, I like why. To me, it's just it's so much chaos. There's so many games. Like, I just love it. I can't get enough of it. Um, but I think everybody knows NFL's king, you know. So, And, you know, with the Eagles are, have always been, you know, my favorite team at all local teams. And, you know, so – it's hard to – it's like picking between your kids. Like, it's kind of tough, you know. But <laughs> if I had to, I would probably – if I had to lose one, I mean, I would – it's hard because as a fan, it's like obviously like we don't have a college football team local. So I would, you know, yeah. I'd probably pick the NFL. But um, I, I like covering and I like, um, you know, handicapping like college football much better just because it's so – it's so more so much more exciting, so much more chaotic. But – uh, you know, we all love the NFL. We know what it is. The NFL's king. I'm with you, though. I, I like college football a little bit better just because mm-hmm. there's – it feels like during the regular the, – the regular season's way more important in college football, right? You lose two yep. games and you're not making it into the um, four playoff teams, right? You're not playing yep. in one of the top bowls. Um, also, it's – once you get into conference play – like those games get exciting, even if even if it's like Iowa and Indiana, you know. I mean, not the two most exciting teams to watch, but it means something. It's it's there's just more parody and and whatnot that it just makes it more fun. Absolutely, and the atmosphere. Like I love the atmosphere. Yeah. Like you know, when you go to those games, like especially if it's in big conference games, you know. Um, like I remember, 
you know, I'm, I'm dating myself, but I remember Mike Vick was, you know, his last year at Virginia Tech. I, I had a friend who went to Virginia Tech. We went to that game when they played Miami, um, whose program was, you know, super prevalent back then, a little bit more than, you know, what they are right now. And that was just electric. It was such an amazing experience. I'll remember it forever. But just, you know, that, that college atmosphere, the fact that it's on Saturday morning, you wake up Saturday morning, mm-hmm. it's like, let's go. You know, you're betting games from, you know, 12 noon to – you know, Eastern time to, you know, you're up at night, pack 12 after dark, right? Whether you're chasing bets or you're, you know, breaking off some of your <laughs> bankroll, but it's just, it's, it's just so much fun. It's, you know, it's, it's all day thing. It's all day Saturday. You don't have to worry about work the next day. So, um, you know, I love it. I, I can't get enough of it. And there's games all like so many games, the volume of games is greater where if one game is a blowout and not great, you just flip it over, turn it over to the next game. Whereas the NFL yeah, I mean, you have, what, three or four games going at a time throughout the early block, the afternoon, and then obviously Sunday night or Monday night, whatever it is. But just being able to have so many options in college football, it just kind of opens it up a little more. And what do we like? Like, it's football fans. Like, it, never when it's our team or never when it's a team that we're betting, but but we love those upsets. We love oh, yeah. those upsets. And, you know, we always like the root for the underdog when they knock off a big team. And it's just more impactful when it happens in college football with so many games, you know, you get more upsets, you get more chaos, you know, it's just more fun. It's just, and, and, and uh, listen, I'm not saying the NFL is doing it wrong, but the fact that it's on Saturday is big with me. Like I like that it's on Saturday. You don't have to worry about, you know, next day's Monday, anything like that. I like that the games are on Saturday. I, I wouldn't mind an NFL move to Saturday. We can get them both all day. Give me everything. Give me everything at once. That would be, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Because we always have football Sundays at our house here. All our friends come over. We have a couple TVs set up. We order wings, everything. It's great. You know, you have a few drinks. But you got to pace yourself. And, like, I don't know, I get hangovers really easily. So, like, one to two drinks, that's my limit on a Sunday. Whereas Saturday, I can have a few more, you know, enjoy the day a little bit more where I'm not worried about having to get up. So, moving NFL to Saturday? I'm sure some people would not like that as much, but it might work a little Nobody better would for like it. my lifestyle. You know, wouldn't like it. Right? The TV markets wouldn't like it, right? The, t- yeah. you know, the network wouldn't like it. You know, the people that matter wouldn't like it. But for me as a fan, just give me everything at once. And then Sunday you can just, you know, sit back, have a reprieve day, wait for the openers to open up so you can start hitting the next week, yep. you know. but Because it, it does get to be a little bit of a grind during the season. Like you're handicapping college. You know, everything goes mm-hmm. awful on Saturday, and then you're looking at the lines for next week on Sunday. You got <laughs> NFL popping up. You know, it's it, it gets kind of nuts, but it it's going to be a fun time. I can't wait for the fall. I don't want to fast forward on summer. I love the summertime. I love the weather. I love enjoying it. But, uh, you know, have when that ends, going into fall is always nice with football. It is. That eases the transition to the colder weather and the winter and I love like a nice beer on a patio oh. with the TVs oh, at some bar. Like there's yep. nothing better than that. That is one of my favorite things in the world is going to like a beer garden, having a couple beers, some wings and watching multiple football games and sitting there all day. Yeah. Like early it's in September, you can put on a hoodie, you, you know, you might still have shorts on, but it's like at night, it's a little bit cooler. So you can throw the hoodie on, you know, you, you have your beer outside you know, you don't have to worry about it getting warm and, you know, getting the hot sun mm-hmm. pounding on it, right? You know, so, uh, you know, you're not 
you know, trying to drink it like Joey Chestnut eats hot dogs just to make sure that it doesn't get warm on you. So, you know, everything about it, I mean, fall, it's great, but I don't want to fast forward summer because I enjoy the summer. I like it, but, um, you know, I I like when it transitions in the fall as well. Plenty of summer still left. Um, So with that, we're going to transition and not talk about college football, even though we just said that that's our favorite. We'll talk a little (laughs) NFL here. Going to go through some of the divisions and see if we can pick out where we find some value on teams to win the division. So, Mark, if we start in the AFC East, Bills are the favorite, plus 120. Then you have the Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots at 8-1, to rounding out the four teams in the AFC East. My initial thoughts looking at this is I don't have no interest in betting on the Patriots this year. Not convinced that Mac Jones is all that great, or at least is good enough to compete against the other quarterbacks in this division. The Dolphins, I'm concerned about Tua staying healthy throughout the entire season after the two concussions, possibly three concussions last year. Is he going to be able to make it through an entire season? Um, even if even if he takes, you know, gets hit and has to sit out for a couple of games, I see the Dolphins erring on the side of keeping him out longer than maybe even necessary just to be overcautious with him. And then with the Jets, um, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, MVP just a couple of years ago, but he's within a whole new system, tons of new players. I feel like that might take some time to get going. He's in a New York market. You go from the Green Bay media market to the New York market. I don't know. How does that affect? He's all like this psyche, spiritual, psychedelic <laughs> guy. How's that going to affect his zen having the, the New York media market? I don't, I mean, a lot of positives you could say about the Bills. Also some negatives with the turnovers that Josh Allen had last year. What's their defense going to look like this year with some key pieces gone? But all said and done, I'd have to go with the Bills just because of the other concerns are, are greater with the other teams here. Yeah, it sounds like a cop-out when I say this, but, you know, it's really good. This division, I think, more than most, are really going to come down to injuries when we talk about the quarterback position because, you know, what happened last year with the Bills, right? Josh Allen, you know, season kind of went down the tubes in the middle of the season. They were able to kind of pull out from – pull it back, but didn't, you know, meet the expectations that we wanted. And Josh Allen's injury had a lot to do with that. And going into the offseason, one of the things I wanted them to see was to address their running game, uh, you know, and, and really kind of take some of the pressure off him. Because at the end of the year, you know, Josh Allen was their best running back. He was the, the, he was the player that they looked to when they needed to move to chains, when it was third and short or whatnot, when they needed, you know, a, a few yards on the ground. And, and, I don't know how many years you can continue to play like that. And the draft comes, they go out and get Dalton Kincaid, you know, tight end from Utah, who I love, a very special player. You know, they could probably use him in the slot too. They'll probably have him in a hybrid role. All that's nice, right? They won't be knocking on Cole Beasley's door again this year. But, uh, you know, I, I the lack of running game kind of worries me with that team. But you go to the other teams in the division, the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers not in Green Bay anymore. Where he's going to feel that? The offensive line. He's not going to have that Packers offensive line again. Are the Jets going to be able to protect him enough to where he can stay healthy, right? Because if he's older, right? If he ends up getting, you know, thrown on his shoulder or whatnot, um, you know, what's that going to look like, right? And then, you know, Miami, obviously, everyone wants Tua to be healthy throughout the entire season, but there's certain risk involved. If Tua is healthy for the full 17 games, if someone came down and said, hey, 
He's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I'm pushing all my money on the Miami Dolphins. I mean, they have just a ton of speed in that offense. Uh, you know, they continue to get faster and faster. I love the coach. Uh, I love Mike McDaniel. I think he's probably, you know, one of the most creative coaches in the league. So if Tua can stay healthy, they're the buy. They're the buy right now, even at that number. Um, you know, and we get down to New England, and, you know, what a far uh you know, cry we are from, you know, the past couple of years. If you would have told me three years ago, New England plus 750 to win the AFC East, I would have looked at you like you had three heads. But here we are. You know, they bring in Bill O'Brien. Can he help Mac Jones? Uh, you know, last year was a disaster what they were doing at the offensive coordinator position with Judge and Patricia. I think that they'll be better, but it's a very tough division. This is a very, very tough division. So if I had to pick a team, I might take the shot at these numbers with the Miami Dolphins. Hope Tua gets injured, uh, you know, just because of, yes, there's a lot of uncertainty there, you know, but there's uncertainty with these other teams too. You know, they, these other teams are going to struggle, I think, keeping their quarterbacks healthy as well. I, I totally agree with you that if you could if you could promise me that Tua would stay on the field for the whole season, Dolphins all the way. Like, I, I would almost yeah. take the Dolphins to – well, that might be a stretch to take him to win the AFC altogether, but I mean, not too far off, especially, not I mean, if they off. get Delvin Cook, how, what do you think their odds are of landing Delvin Cook and him coming over? Because he's a, what, a Miami native, a Florida native, has some ties, likes the system that they that they run there. Dolphins yeah. could be pretty good. He just, he just needs to realize that he's probably not going to get the type of deal that he thought he would, you know, but I think eventually he's going to land somewhere. It very well could be the Miami Dolphins. They're interested. He wants to play and get on the field, I'm sure. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you, you know, and listen, if we had the crystal ball or we had the guarantee that Tua would be healthy, the odds probably wouldn't be plus 275 either. So that's a little bit right. of risk in the, in the you know, in, in the uh, – you know, investment there and buying in on Miami. But I, I like them in this division. I think if I had to pick one team, now if Tua does end up getting hurt and it's not Miami, I do think that the Jets, you know, are a team that could still win that division. So I, I'm kind of looking at, you know, maybe there is going to be a change this year as far as the, the landscape in the division. I think there's a good chance the Bills take a step back. And there are two hungry teams with the Jets and the Dolphins that have a ton of talent that could sneak up there. But if I had to pick one, if you're like, give me one right now, we're going to place a bet. It's going to be the Miami Dolphins. This feels like one of the divisions that mm. is most even in terms of the competition in it. That, I would say, and the mm. AFC North with Bengals, Browns, North is... uh, Ravens, and Steelers. Like, who comes out of the North? I could make a case for any one of those teams. Yeah, I can't bet against Joe Burrow, but when we look at the North, it's like I I love the Ravens. I love Lamar Jackson playing with Todd Monken as the offensive coordinator. Him finally being able to like showcase himself more as a passer. So I think that's a real thing, you know. And but and I also like Cleveland. Now Cleveland plus four, you know, a little further down the odds boards. Um, I think they're a team made improvements to their defense. They have one of the best offensive lines in the league. Nick Chubb is an absolute animal, averages five yards a carry every year he's been in the league, had close to 1,500 yards last year. And I think the offense, you know, listen, nobody, you know, a lot of people don't want to root for the quarterback. I understand that situation, but we're handicapping this team. He's going to be on the field, and he's a very talented player. So, uh, you know, I think they're going to be in the mix. And how do you count out the Steelers after what we've seen Mike Tomlin do year after year? Um, I bet the Steelers win total under last year. I'm like, this is finally the year where Mike Tomlin can't do it. 
you know, the roster is just not good enough. And what happens? I lose my bet. He finds a way to do it, right? You know, so now that their roster is better, they're finally building that offensive line. Um, they're going to be able to run the ball better with Najee Harris because of who they have up front. So now that they're addressing some of the needs that they that held them back in previous years, I think this team's going to be much better than last year. You put them in the NFC South, and I think they're, you know, a shoe in to win that division. But because they're stuck in this division, I, I don't know if they can do it because they probably, if you looked at, you know, down at the, the teams, a lot of good quarterback play, a lot of good talent. It's just going to be tough for them to make headway here uh, in the AFC North. But I agree with you. I think this is the most competitive division in the NFL. And you look at the, the the Steelers last year. Kenny Pickett didn't start to start the season. It, he kind of alternated with Mitch Trubisky when early on in the season. And TJ Watt was injured for a lot of it. So your defense takes a hit too. All of a sudden you have TJ Watt back for an entire season and he's fully healthy. Kenny Pickett is your true starting quarterback going forward. And he knows that there's no wishy-washy of, am I going to be the guy? He knows he's the guy. I think that gives him more confidence going into this season as well. Yeah, this, this division, uh, very, very tough. We're going to continue breaking down more NFL divisions here on You Better You Bet. So stay with us, Kate Constable and Mark Drumheller. We will be back after this. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 